Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is Danny and Dusty. What in God's name is going on in here? What was that ruckus? With Danny Murray and Dusty, the Fan Man Hera. What ruckus? I was just in my office and I heard a ruckus. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app. You describe the ruckus, sir. And 1080. Don't mess with the bull, young man. You'll get the horns. The Fan. Hour number three, Danny and Dusty with you. Well, Danny's not here, but this show is. Jeff and Dusty with you. That's Jeff Rust over there. Dusty and Rusty. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right. Uh, Danny did send us a text. He did not go in at his scheduled time. He went in at like 1.30. Oh, yeah, and that's a couple hours late. He sent, <laughs> he sent a, uh, a couple of photos Normal Danny and drugged up Danny. <laughs> yes, at various stages of anesthesia. Um, so we're we're hoping for the best with with Danny Morang and his hip surgery. You can send your insults and your well wishes at the fan text line five zero three eight six four six three two six. Combine is going on right now, and indeed the defensive linemen are running. These guys are ridiculous now. Yeah, we have a defensive lineman that just ran a. Four five four in the forty meter dash. That's bananas. <laughs> Kid out of uh, uh, Northwestern, which uh, out of respect for him, I will not try to pronounce his name on the fly. That's one I'm going to have to stare at for Ooh. a good thirty seconds, and and uh, and then read it. So you can go ahead and try it. Give it a whirl, Rust. I gotta, I gotta try to find a, a tweet with this here, or figure out where he is. But yeah, I'll keep Edith looking. Uh, Edith Edibaware. Uh, I'm confident in Edibaware. I'm not confident in Adatamiwa. Adatamiwa, Abadaware. Yeah, Adatamiwa, Adabaware. Yeah, Adaba. Lots of syllables. Yeah, fast. Yeah. <laughs> He's very fast. Man. And he ran a five or four five four forty meter dash. He is a large person too. Well, we were just talking about the kid from Pitt that yeah. ran a four six seven. That was the fastest since since two thousand three and he just obliterated that. Yeah. yeah. He did. Sure did, Bob. All right. Um speaking of the combine, uh we there's another name that's just absolutely flying up draft boards. Uh, and it should not be a surprise to anybody that watched uh, Oregon or watched 
the Colorado Buffaloes prior to that. But Christian Gonzalez, uh, the one-year transfer at Oregon, he, he w- was special for Oregon. I know that the defense may not have been this stalwart that, that would absolutely shut teams down, but number zero did. And Christian Gonzalez, when you watched him and you just – and you could never really see it on TV because the tight angle that they they show normally on television, it didn't show how technically sound and savvy Christian Gonzalez is. And the fact that teams very rarely threw his way – so you never really noticed him or saw him on TV. Yeah, I don't think a lot of Duck fans who 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 just watched the game on television really appreciated Christian Gonzalez and how damn good he was. That's hard for the you know the average fan is is yeah. finding these these stud defensive backs because you don't hear their name called a lot because they don't get thrown at. No, and that means they're doing their job right. But Christian Gonzalez is vaulting up draft boards for a few reasons. One. Uh, he's supremely talented. Uh, they're expecting him to be one of the fastest defensive backs on uh, at the combine, and he is has all of the measurables. And he came in, uh, I think, at what six foot two, two hundred and one pounds. I think was his his um, his measurement. That right there, and that combination of size and speed, um, teams want him because look, you you go quarterback. Offensive line, edge rusher, receiver, somebody who can stop a receiver. (laughs) I mean, that's what you're looking at right now. And he can be that guy for teams. And Mel Kuyper Jr. had him in his latest mock draft uh, yesterday as the sixth overall pick um, coming off the board. And I I find that very interesting because that would be incredible news for the University of Oregon. Um, Because if you you think, think of this, this past year, Heading into the season, it was Noah Sewell. Is he going to be the next top 10 pick for the Oregon Ducks? Uh, it turns out, it, it, in all likelihood, it will be Christian Gonzalez. And that'll give Oregon four consecutive years of having a top 10 pick. You want, you talk about recruiting and how why recruiting matters. Recruiting matters because of this. And this is one of the things that, that kids look at, that, that kids see when is front and center. Where are these guys from? Oregon may not have had anybody outside of Kayvon Thibodeau drafted last year or highly drafted, but Kayvon Thibodeau went fifth. The year before that, Penny Sewell went seventh. Before that, Justin Herbert went sixth overall. I mean, two of those guys were highly touted recruits. Justin Herbert would have been a highly touted recruit I mean, he would have had every offer in the land had he not broken his femur his junior year yeah. at Sheldon. Okay, and he would have been uh, he would have been the he would have been one of if not the top prospects in in high school football if he would have played out his his first three games. He was putting up freakish numbers, mm-hmm. um, and but that's why you know those recruiting numbers matter. And going into the portal and being savvy in the portal matters. Because they pluck Christian Gonzalez out of Colorado, who give credit to the Buffaloes, they developed a guy who was not a highly touted recruit. No. He was not. But when he ended up becoming that dude, and he went from what, being the 320th highest rated recruit? 326th. Okay. When he went from being the 326th 
best recruit in the country to the top corner in the Pac-12, Oregon said yes. They develop a relationship. They throw some NIL at him. Dan Lanning and his defensive staff gets him over, and he thrives. If he can become a top-10 pick, think of what that means. It's one, another defender being drafted in the top 10 out of the Pac-12, and that goes back-to-back years that Oregon gets defense. Conference not known for it. Right. Okay. It gives you... Well, and Oregon not necessarily known for it. Yeah. It gives you a ton of credibility and credence in the recruiting uh, landscape of the portal because what do guys that come out of the portal want? They want to be. They want exposure, development, so they can get drafted. Yep, that is huge. And Oregon would be able to say, "Hey, we can take top tier guys, and we can elevate you a little bit more, and we can we can get your profile up a little bit more." That would be huge. It would also be huge for the Oregon program to have four consecutive years of top ten picks because that means you're churning out talent. You're churning out talent, and it isn't just with Mario Cristobal and his staff. It is now we have. Two different staffs that have produced top 10 picks. Well, and if you want to go back even further, you want to talk about stability of a program. In the last decade, it would be Oregon's seventh top 10 pick. Wow. In seventh. Go back and have they all worked out? No. Deion Jordan was the was the number three overall pick in 2013. Yeah. Weed and not not developing, That that's what got in his way yeah. of being a productive NFL player. Okay? But. That doesn't take away from the fact that you can look down the list and you can go, all right, Deion Jordan in 2013, Marcus Mariota 2015, DeForest Buckner 2016, Justin Herbert 2020, Penny Sewell 2021, Kayvon Thibodeau 2022, and Christian Gonzalez 2023. Who's going to be the next, right? Yeah. And, th- and that goes a long way in recruiting. That's the sort of things that, that kids talk about. We went through like the, the Pac-12 Confidential the other day mm-hmm. about what other coaches were saying and about developing talent, what recruits kind of look for in conference realignment. And overwhelmingly, a lot of the, the feedback from the coaches that are recruiting in the Pac-12 are, ah, we're not seeing a whole lot of it out of recruits. You hear from Andrew Nemec of the recruiting show at the Andrew Nemec all the time. Like, there's a lot of factors that we think are big deals to recruits, and they just don't really care. Wins and losses don't really matter. You know what will matter? Can you develop me to go to the NFL? Can you That's can you get me NIL? Do we have cool uniforms? Do you build a connection with me in the recruiting process? And that, I may have said that last, but that is very high up on the list. And I don't make no mistake, NIL, branding, those are very important things. Listen to the words out of the great recruiters, though, and they say it's about bonds and relationships. Every single one of them will tell you that. Fistfuls of cash with NIL, that helps. That helps. But you can also go down and you can look at time and time again, it's not just these top recruiters that get the guys on campus. It's what you do after. And that's how you continue to be a great recruiter, is can you develop them and... A lot of these places, Clemson is a great example in Davos Swinney. I, I think the dude is insufferable with a lot of his garbage that he spews, but he was a good recruiter who was started pumping out first-round picks over and over again, and everybody's like, that doesn't make sense. But what did they start doing? The winds started following. Mm-hmm. The winds started following because more and more guys started flocking their way. And then, you know, and developing the players like that and recruiting like that, it's not just about necessarily that one player. It's yeah. about showing the players that follow him the track record. Yeah. 
Yeah, ab- absolutely. And that's what recruits recruits will care about that. That's for dang sure. Um, so Christian Gonzalez uh, just vaulting up draft boards. And really, uh, he's doing a good job in the interviews too. And that's that's one of the things where you see a lot of these guys will lose footing and lose ground. Um, when Christian Gonzalez showed up at Oregon, immediately there were people that said, that dude from Colorado is different. He's different. He prepares differently. He looks differently. He plays differently. His body type is different. That's the guy. Turns out he was. <laughs> Turns out pretty damn special. Yeah, not too shabby. No, 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 not at all. Hey, uh, we got some rule changes that are coming to college football. Um, and one of them quite literally could ruin the game. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. College Football's Rules and Infractions Committee is meeting. Uh, apparently, they're going to vote today, and then they're going to release any new rule changes mañana. For you non-Spanish speakers, that's tomorrow. El Nino is Spanish <laughs> for the, the Nino. Nino. <laughs> um, and there is, there is one rule that... They are pondering and considering, and 
it may ruin college football. This 11-person committee has it's comprised of of coaches across football and uh it includes like everything from like a you know D2 head coach a D3 offensive coordinator there's only one FBS coach on it and it's Kirby Smart that's a pretty good one to have i'm sure he has a big voice in that room <laughs> you know yeah you think yeah <laughs> um but among the the rules what they want to do is they want to find a way to limit exposures throughout the season. Um, many of, of coaches are saying, hey, how about we do a reduction in practice time like they have in the NFL? Um, and there has been pushback on that. But they're looking at in-game stuff, how they can change the game. And, you know, they it's going from no longer, you know, speed it up so there's less, less collisions in it. Or just make the game faster in general because we're looking at a lot of college football games over three hours, right? Three and a half hours. Oh, yeah, you're, yeah, you're looking closer to three and Four a half, hours. definitely. Um, and, like, there's rules like no longer allowing consecutive timeouts to ice a kicker, um, no more untimed down at the end of, you know, if there's a penalty at the end of a quarter or a half, uh, half or game, rather. Um, both of those, I mean, those actually both might pass. And because they're they're finding that icing the kicker doesn't really work, you usually ice yourself. <laughs> um, right. And the untimed down that may have ramifications to some games. I mean, you may just start having penalties at the end of halves in, in games. Well, because they said it, it would roll over to the next quarter. The next quarter, but then you would have to play it out at the end of the game. Yes. So um, that would be an interesting one. But here's the one that would ruin the game of football. They would there is a a rule proposed that running the clock after incomplete passes. Clock just keeps on moving throughout the course of the game on an incomplete incomplete pass. That's just such a completely foreign thing to do, like just the game of football. The game period. of football. So essentially what they would have is like a basically a running clock. And until the final two minutes of a half or a game, then it goes back to normal college football um, timing. They're saying that if they do that, there would be 18 to 20 less plays per game on average. Okay. That fundamentally changes the way that, that you operate as an offense. Yeah, absolutely. As a game, how it, how the game changes, the lower scoring it would games would fly by. Don't get me wrong, but that fundamentally changes the game of football and how how you play it. Yeah. If you are every single incompletion, and then you start talking about well, this, you get down to you know late game situations. Well, you talk about fourth quarters in general. Yeah, right. What do you do? You just gotta say, all right, we're gonna run around, and then we're gonna throw the ball as far as we can, and we're just gonna limit the possessions in this game because ball the the play clock won't start until we get the ball set, launch it as far as we can down the field, let it hit the ground, and then that's when they can bring a new ball in, set it. And you start going with, that's going to be the stall tactic for a lot of teams yeah. until you get to those final two minutes where you have proper uh, 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 clock control. You can limit the way and limit so many possessions from your opponent by just kicking the dirt. They say 18 to 20 plays. It'll be far more plays than that because that is assuming that they're going to be playing at the same pace. Right. If a team wants to truly 
just start using clock, you you're still throwing the ball, but you're just winding that thing out. Now, Mike Leach games are going to go would have gone a lot longer. R.I.P. Mike Leach, the goat uh, of the air raid. But that is just I think that's going to be a non-starter. I I do not find any way that this eleven-person committee passes that rule. There is a very high likelihood, though, that they do pass um, a rule where first downs, no longer the clock stops at all for any first down. NFL rules. Right. You just go straight NFL timing until the final two minutes of the half-end game. Yeah. If you're trying to shave some time off your games, that seems like an easy mark. Yeah. And I've got no issue with that. It doesn't fundamentally change the game of football. Uh Uh-uh. No, the the running the clock after first downs, 18 to 20 plays, that's a big one. If you want to take um if you want to take the first down zone like how that would affect a game, and they've been run they actually it, it, to get this to a vote, they actually had somebody going to games across the country this year. This would be the most kick-ass job ever. <laughs> and he was just timing that dead time. Right. And how much how much time is being wasted and all and all that stuff? Mm-hmm. And what they found is it'd be about seven plays per game are eliminated, and it would speed the game up to a point where you're about uh, like two and a half hours long. Your your football games are make that big of a difference? Yeah, wow. I think that's what it said in this. I'm I'm gonna have to double check that one. I'm gonna have to double check that because there was. Uh, but they're saying that one of the obstacles and hurdles in this is that. In like say you know Division three football, game times aren't a bit or no they said it would it would bring that down to um, three hours around like a you know three hour window, but for like Division two II and three football, it would take it down to um, closer to two hours and twenty minutes, and they're like that's why this eleven person committee with only having one FBS coach they're like. Our games are fine. Yeah. That's a you problem right. with all your TV timeouts and everything like that. But last year, the games were three hours and 21 minutes long in college football. That sounds about right. On, sounds, on average. Yeah, it almost sounds low. Yeah. <laughs> but it's uh, that's a long time. Yeah. But um, and that's why these games never fit into their three hour TV windows. Yeah, that's a joke. Um, but to speed it up. This is what they want to do, and they're saying that we take away those those seven plays. You're looking over the course of a year, right? That is 121 plays. You're almost taking away a full game worth of plays over the course of a 13-game season. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Or a 14-game season. I think it was, you take, what, 70, seven plays games, 70. You add three to that, 21, makes you about 101. And then you add your two conference championship and a bowl game. Then you're looking at a full game's worth of of game uh, plays taken off. Right. That's what they want to try to eliminate in college football is how many instances you're getting hit. Yeah. So I I wouldn't be opposed to running clock on first downs until you get to the final two minutes because the final two minutes I think that is the big differentiation from college to the NFL game and I would love to see that. I would absolutely love to see it if college football went to that. Um, Buried in a, this a, an article that Dennis Dodd wrote about in this, I think that this is the worst one of the worst rules in sports. The targeting for college football. Yeah. Do you know why they haven't changed the the rule in targeting? 
Apparently, it's because they're afraid of lawyers. By taking away guardrails that were put in place for player safety, apparently there's this idea and this fear that in college football, the lawyers will start circling and, and start suing and saying, see, you don't care about player safety. You took away the targeting rule. See, which, the lawyers just screw everything up, don't they? Yeah, but this is this is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Because this is a... You're taking away targeting can still be a rule. Yeah. You're taking away the egregious part of it, which is a safe play. It should it should not affect even if it was a dangerous play. It should not affect the next game. Right. Which is the dumbest thing ever is that a guy has to miss a half of the next game. Yeah. Or get ejected for any semblance of targeting, intentional right. or not, because you're penalizing the player for doing something unintentional. Yeah. And I think 95% of targeting plays that are called, I think they're unintentional. Right. Absolutely. I, I truly believe that. Well, and if you and if you are still trying to to you know disincentivize that kind of a hit rather than the ejection thing, you know, I realize that there are only three categories uh, uh, of of penalty yardage, 5, 10 and 15, make it a 20 yarder. Yep. Yeah. Ooh, a 20 yard penalty. I uh, it changes things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So the, the, that could be coming down the pipeline tomorrow. I wanted to give you a heads up on that one because, boy, this would this would be something. But, and this isn't the first time. If you don't think that the first one that would ruin the game, if you don't think that's in play, uh, Dodd does a good job of bringing this up. In 2006, um, remember, in 2006, they went with the every kickoff when the ball was kicked, uh, the clock would start, and they ended up ditching that almost immediately. Like the actually, they did the next year. They're like, yeah, that was not a good plan. We did, <laughs> we didn't really think that one. <laughs> we didn't really think that one through here. Um, we should probably go back on that one, and we're gonna be out. We're gonna be out on that. So. Well, we'll see. And the ready-for-play signal, when the when they would just start, not when the ball was snapped on a change of possession, they did that to try to speed up the game. It was horrible because games were clunky, mm-hmm. and then also scoring went down to the lowest that it's been in decades. Eesh. Yeah. So they're not going to try to do that. Not going to try to totally ruin the game, just kind of ruin the game. <laughs> How about that? Just a little bit. All right. That's the fan text sign right now is Rust, and he's got sports in it. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I have a feeling like this is the song that was playing in Illinois big man Matthew Mayer's brain for the last few days because this may be the most bizarre one, uh, no, I'm not going to say that. We've had guys getting hurt playing Guitar Hero. Uh, we've had we've had a lot of baseball injuries are very weird. But Illinois big man Matthew Mayer missed practices after well, we'll just We'll just let him tell you the story of his post-game routine the other night. I've actually been sick the last few days. I had caffeine poisoning. I literally had uh, six monsters the day of the game. I only had one before, but I had five after because I like a caffeine-induced euphoria to play video games in. Um, and <laughs> so I, uh, I could barely get out of bed the next day. It was like basically like a caffeine hangover, and uh, so this is my first day of practicing since then. You miss multiple days of practice because of a caffeine hangover? I've never heard of a caffeine hangover. Like, I didn't know that that was even a thing that, that, that could happen. Well, and you're talking to a guy that has been through many a regular hangover. And this man is six foot nine inches, 225 pounds. He's not small. No. That six monster energy drinks because he likes a caffeine euphoria while he's playing video games. Holy smokes. That is ridiculous. Like what? I've had some, like as you turn 30 and you turn, you go, you get back there. Those hangovers linger a little bit longer. Yes. I have not been immune to a two day hangover. It's happened before. I have never had a, caffeine hangover one i don't even know what that feels like that probably sounds miserable though. yeah it doesn't sound very much fun but how juiced was that guy if he had five after a game too where look after you you play in like a sporting event you got you got some juice going for a while you your adrenaline does not stop like right when the buzzer hits here you're like well, well there goes my adrenaline you like stay up for a little while and then he has five more Monster energy drinks with the big boys. This dude is a he's a wild card, is what he is. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> That's terrifying. I mean, I've 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 had a day or two in the past where I maybe had about three of those monsters. Sheesh. But yeah, I mean, I, yeah, that's that seems that sounds like a lot. Yeah, especially to put you down in in when you're in top physical shape. Yeah, to drop you for a couple of days. No way. Caffeine poisoning. Who knew it was a thing? Who knew? Not me. I don't, uh, do you know, do you remember like the first time you had like a, an energy drink or any of the energy, like, 
I think my first forays into those was probably like the five hour energy drinks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big five hour energy guy. Yeah. I love five hour energies. They're great. Um but you have to like ease your way into it. Right. And he sounds like this guy's an established vet in the game. He says he likes to have a, a, a caffeine induced euphoria. Went a little farther, bud. Have a beer. Um, <laughs> my goodness. Um, but like he's not—he's no rookie either. Like right. that's the crazy thing. I remember like when I was a, a freshman in high school. Like somebody's like, "Yeah, hey, I got these things at Plaid Pantry. They're called Yellow Jackets. Like it's the energy thing that like truck drivers use." Right. Yeah. And this was back in like a Fedra days where you could just—I uh, don't even know what was in that thing. I remember going, holy S, like my heart was jumping out of my chest. It yeah. was the first time I'd ever taken it. It was right before like my one of my first high school football games. Like I'm already scared S-less <laughs> because I was like 140 pounds playing varsity football and getting absolutely murdered. You know what? Actually, the guy that – you remember the uh, – did you watch the game the other night in Golden State where Brooke went and gave the yes. jersey to the to Helen, yes. the one hundred year old lady? Yes. That guy, David Bergeron, he played football at Lake Ridge. Oh, okay. He hit me so hard when I was a freshman. He was a senior. <laughs> I remember I landed on the ground and I saw my helmet like coming down at like my helmet was gone. <laughs> Off. <laughs> Off. Like he's a human being I will never forget. Yeah. And he did like the the uh, the the program thing to me like they lost your bonnet baby and I was like what <laughs> it's like a child <laughs> he was this grown man out there oh man I always wondered what happened to him I'm glad that he's taking his grandma to to games and you know not like is still murdering people because he almost killed me yeah. <laughs> I felt like that was it but he went to Stanford so I, I'm taking it things are going really well for him speaking of football moves did you see Brooks move on the way over to talk to them yep stiff arm stiff arm the dude coming in for to you know yell something in the mic or something but yeah, yeah. well done B.O. well she she's a she's a pro yeah like you're not getting anything past uh, Brooke no. like she she gave that a little elbow I saw that live and I was like that was slick yeah and I'm glad they went back to it they went to the tape last night they and did. they were like we're not gonna let this one slip past <laughs> us we are going to make sure that that we we properly critique Brooke yeah. Olsendam's flipper she yeah. is the flipper too the- she had the mic in one arm flipper with the elbow yes and I'm gonna keep on moving by. yeah the broadcasting equivalent of the stiff arm yeah yeah but those when you get the caffeine induced jitters, that's a that's a gnarly thing. Yeah. I can't imagine a caffeine poisoning yeah, of no any thanks. any way. Um, on his bio, though, it says his proudest sports accomplishment is playing in the twenty twenty one national championship while he was at Baylor. I'm sure that this isn't probably his proudest moment. The caffeine, <laughs> the, the caffeine poisoning. poisoning. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, top uh, five. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Uh, all right. <laughs> 503-864-6326. We're going to put a bow on it. It is a wrapper uh, edition of Primetime coming up next. Uh, this is Danny and Dusty on The Fan. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on. We talk about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happens. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.
Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. All right, uh, putting a bow on this Thursday edition of Danny and Dusty. <laughs> Do yourselves a favor. This song right here. There is a... <laughs> there is a spoof of this song called Chili Dog. Yeah, sucking on a chili dog. The guy's <laughs> and, name is Tom McGovern. And it is... Hilarious. It is hilarious. Second on chili dog. Second on a chili dog. And all he does is it just goes Second on a chili dog. Chili dog. Turns all the lyrics Chili Dog. Turns all the lyrics into second on a chili dog. Second on a chili dog. (laughs) (laughs) It's fantastic. I'll never hear that song again uh, without thinking of the chili dog song. Thanks to Crazy Eyes McGinley. Thanks, McGinley. You officially Screwed that song up for me forever. So if you love that song, don't listen to the Chili Dog. Sucking on a Chili Dog. Hey. Sucking I... on a Chili Dog. Sucking on a Chili Dog. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. My, I That should be your new karaoke song, not the Chili Dog. Well, yeah. maybe the Chili Dog. <laughs> I, mean, I could probably bust yeah. out some John Cougar. Yeah, some John Cougar Mellencamp there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you should you should do that. I should. My uh, kids love the the books Jack and Annie, and nobody in my family is a fan of when they're like, uh, "Let's read Jack and Annie." I go, "Little Diddy about Jack and Annie." <laughs> my kids don't understand it. My wife just hates it. Yeah. So, uh, if you're wondering what it's like to be a dad, that's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it sucks uh, because it's all the things that I just rolled my eyes at at my parents. Yep. I'm it. I'm living it. Yep. I'm li- and, and you know what? I'm living the dream. Dad right? jokes are generational. You know, and they don't stop being funny for yeah. me. I, I, so I get my daughter now. I'll go, hey, Sadie. And she'll go, what? And I'll go, I know Victoria's Secret. <laughs> what, you do? There's that song. Oh, yeah. yeah Victoria's Secret. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. like, darn it, Dad. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's a gift that keeps on giving. It, it truly is because uh, you just got to find a way to crack yourself up or you'll just go crazy. Uh, text at 503-864-6326. Um, we were talking about brick, brick, bricks, <laughs> Brooks stiff arm. This is a very good point. This is actually a fantastic point. Um, the thing that I like about Brooks stiff arm is that she was in the bay. No fear. Now, it is better that the Warriors moved to San Francisco to watch uh, that stiff arm. If that would have been in Oakland, that stiff arm by Brooke would have been completely different. Whole different story. Yeah, yeah. She would have ended up in a headlock on television. And that guy wouldn't have cared. He's from Oakland. You know? They're Raiders fans there. These are Niners and Giants fans. These are kind people-ish. Ish. 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 You know, if they, if it was still at the or if it was at the Oracle, it wouldn't have gone well. It wouldn't have gone no, well. No, we would have had Brooke and Calabro and Lamar 
just like uh, dragging that guy down that tunnel that links the Oco Coliseum and Oracle. Oh, I'd pay to see that though. Like, yeah, like Brooke in her heels, just like bam. You know, I bet you KC is not a dude to be messed with. No, no, yeah, no. Kevin Calabro, I bet he could. I bet he's got that. He's got that that, that country strength. <laughs> you know, absolutely. And it was not lost on me, KC. Your joke last night about uh, hurricanes. <laughs> it was nice. I Threw it that. in against the game. You're playing New Orleans. It was a joke oh. about wanting to drink a hurricane. <laughs> Not like an actual hurricane rolling through, like a <laughs> like, drink man. out of a hurricane. Gotcha. Like, yeah. Yeah. That yeah, was not lost on me. Was it, that would have been lowbrow, the hurricane you're thinking of. He was talking about the big drink that you get down there on the Bourbon Street. All right. Um, Primetime's next. Sukes in New Orleans. Probably drinking a hurricane right now. Isaac's here. He's all fired up. He said, uh, I got sports for the people out there. We'll find out if that's true or not. All right, uh, we'll see you tomorrow from noon to 3. Will Ortner joins us tomorrow. Danny Dusty on the fan. From the hips down, man, it's it's a disaster. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.